Do you find yourself running out of time to accomplish your work? Are you spending time doing things that you're not that good at? There are effective ways to outsource these tasks so you can focus on your business. This is the Virtual Success Show. We bring the inside scoop on outsourcing success for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Malouf and Barbara Turley. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another show of the Virtual Success Show. I'm joined with my wonderful co-host, Barbara Turley. Good morning, Barbara. Hey, Matt. How are you? I'm well, and yourself? I'm really well, thank you. Really well. Excellent. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying these shows that we're doing. Oh, they're lots of fun, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, lots of insights. You had a, had a good week? Yes, you know, a bit of a crazy week for me. I'm uh, mentoring new staff members and putting, I'm actually putting some of our key people into more leadership positions at the moment. So there's obviously that transition from, you know, me directing them to them directing me, which is very interesting to do, actually. So I've, I've, I've been enjoying it, but it takes time. Excellent. It's time. Excellent. Yeah. Well, I'm really excited about today's show. And um, so today is going to be part one of a two-part series that Barbara and I were talking about in how to set up a project. And so as we were discussing just before the call, before the recording, we were saying that um, there's, there's probably two distinct um, learnings here. One is around setting up sort of like a day-to-day task or a smaller kind of task or project. And then there's the methodology behind setting up a, a larger project. Um, and so what we want to do today in part one of this is just go through a framework and methodology on how to set up one of those day-to-day or smaller tasks or projects. And where this came from was, you know, um, just over the last few weeks, I've just noticed a lot of our clients that are working with VAs are having some challenges and like, well, I'm not sure if this VA thing is working for me. And a lot of it is that they're not communicating effectively enough upfront on what success looks like and how the VA needs to um, effectively tick the boxes in order to get the projects done. And so we thought it would be extremely valuable today to, to actually step you through the methodologies that Barbara and I use and that we encourage and teach um, as part of today's show. Yeah, and I think, you know, Matt, I see that a lot with our clients too. And it's something that is sometimes to get the simple things right. You know, with hiring VAs, we often talk about the more complex uh, things of how to get success with teams and various things. But the actual getting the simple bits right in the beginning, like what we're going to talk about today, can actually make or break your experience with a VA. And all the other stuff then can augment that experience later. But if you get this stuff right in the beginning, it just makes all the difference. It does. And I think it was I think it was a Winston Churchill quote which says, if I had eight hours to cut down a tree, I'd spend seven hours sharpening my axe. And, and I really just want everyone to understand that that's really, it's the sharpening of the axe piece that's critical for today. So let's, yes. let's um, what we, what, what Barbara and I did just before, in preparing for today's show is we came through up with, with some steps and we're going to take you through these steps and, and, and also I'm going to take you through a, an example of how these in a real life, a real life example and how it works. And so the steps for success in setting up a project. The first step that we both agreed was vitally important is you have to get clear in your head what the task or project is and what success looks like. And one of the ways I do this 
is I'm, I'm very kinesthetic. I'm always writing or drawing and mind mapping. What I'll do is I'll often get up onto the whiteboard and I'll get out of my head onto the whiteboard what I, what I actually need, need the VA to do. And then I'll actually just create a little audio recording using voice recorder or Dropbox. And then I'll actually take a photo of the whiteboard with the audio and I'll send it through to the VA. And that will often be how I communicate the initial parts of the project to them. I love that idea. You know what I find interesting about that step, actually, Matt, as well, is that often, and I've done this as well, often I find what people do is the, they don't do this as the first step. The first step they do is they get on a call with their VA and say, hey, this is what I want to do. Rather than first doing what you've suggested there, make sure that you're clear in your own head, first of all, what you're trying to achieve and the steps that need to be involved to get there. Because often when I do that, I find I'm actually not clear myself. I thought I was in my head, but when I try and map it out, I think, oh, I didn't think of that bit. And there's all these little pieces of the puzzle that you hadn't thought about. And that causes terrible problems later than when you just throw the task at a VA and expect them to figure that out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. And and just, uh, listeners, I want you to keep in mind, it's not about um, spoon feeding your, your people. What you need to do is set them up for success. So if they can understand how you're thinking and, and what you're looking for in this project, you're going to set them up for greater success. And, and it'll help with speed of execution as well. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Matt, with the audio, I, I think there, if people are comfortable doing video, grabbing it now, because I know I, I'm comfortable with video. So for me, I was thinking, you know, a whiteboard and quick whip my iPhone out and do a quick video where I'm actually pointing at the steps and it's kind of connecting the thing together. If anyone's keen to do video instead, I think that would work very well as well for a VA to visually see how you're going through the steps, you know, and your body language and all that sort of thing along the way. Absolutely. And another tool that I've used as well is where I might might use Jing or Camtasia to do a quick little screen video as well. So that, yep. that could that could work as well. Great. So the next step, obviously, is to send this to the VA. And you need to send it to them with a deadline or a, a, a deadline for them to set the task up in Asana or whatever project management tool you're using. And so what you want them to then do is take that audio, that video, and set up the project in Asana. And because obviously you've gone through it step by step. And so what you want them to do is when they've completed that part is to notify you that the task has been, the project has been set up in Asana and it's ready for you to review. Now, I think this is vitally important. Then step number four in this is for you to then review the project in Asana. Look at the steps that your VA has included and ask yourself, is that how I set this project up? Is there anything missing? Does this make logical sense? Is this going to get them to the outcome that we desire? Yeah, I agree. I think as well, one thing you said there that I'd like to highlight, you said to send this to your VA and then set a deadline for when it needs to be set up in the project management system. So we're not even talking deadline yet on when the project is to be complete. We're talking about this needs to get in, you need to, the VA needs to organize this project in our project management system and get all this information in there so that I can have a quick review, just, you know, an oversight thing. 
Again, we're not saying that you need to go in and micromanage everything your VA is doing, but you do have to have a level of oversight so that you feel comfortable. I just jump in and have a quick look and go, yeah, great, let's go. You know, we're ready to go. And so I think there's two parts to that too. I, so if you jump in and you look and, it, and it's exactly, you know, you're, the recipe for success is there for them to achieve this process, this, this, this project, then you sign off. Good to go. Let's go. If it's not, if something's missing, my thought at this point is jumping on a quick, a quick call with your VA can really speed things along. I've tried in the past doing additional audios and videos and the like, but often it can be a, a three to five minute conversation that will just fill the gaps in. And it will yeah, two, the video at this point is too time consuming. I think it's it's just get on a call. I mean, of course, there is the question of if there's just steps that were very obvious missed. Well, that's a whole different issue and conversation for another show with your VA. But, um, you know, there may just have been some confusions or something in what you said or whatever, and you can sort that out very quickly on a call. Yeah, or you forgot a step, a step yeah. that, that you do unconsciously without even thinking. And that's what you've got to remember. There's a lot of these steps that are just habit for you that aren't habit for your VA yet. And so you've really got to step through and really just, you know, the, the, it's, it's getting into the step by step of this. So once sign up, sign off has occurred, then there needs to be a clear deadline for the project together with then milestone dates for check-in. So, yeah. so keeping in mind for, for this example today, we're talking about a, a shorter project. And so, yeah, it could be something that you're setting up that needs to be done by tomorrow, in which case there might be, you know, an end of the day kind of check-in just to let them let you know where things are at and that they're on track. Um, it could be certain parts of the project that you just need to sign off on in order to keep things moving forward for it. So I thought what I'll quickly do here is just let me give a real life example of something that's going on for us at the moment, just to, just to, um, bring it to this point and then I'll, I'll talk about the, the milestone check-ins. So we're doing an event in a few weeks and I want some, um, A4 spiral notebooks that are branded for our event. So I, yeah, it's a it's a it's a relatively simple project, but again, I, um, the the VA hasn't done this before. So what did I do? I got up on the whiteboard and I'm like, okay, what we need to do is I, here's the budget that I want to spend. So I want to my budget is five hundred dollars. Here are this is what we're looking for: A4 spiral notebooks with a brand, yeah, you know, uh, our branding on the front. Um, you need to use these logos. I'm looking for this color on this one. There's two different types. So, so I'm giving them like almost a design brief. Um, I specified that we've not done this before, so I recommend getting three quotes. Don't put a quote in front of me that is over the budget. Uh, if you don't get any quotes that come within the budget, let me know. Um, and I was very clear that, say, if you got three quotes initially that um, that were over budget, Give me a call and we'll discuss. We may need to up the budget. Um, I was very clear on the timelines for this. I was very clear on where they needed to be delivered to. And that then all got sent off. That got put into Asana. I then, once I got that, reviewed it. Um, there was nothing missing and there was nothing I could think of at that point of time that needed to be added to the project. And so what we then quickly said is, okay, 
this is, I need this done in the next two weeks. Please give me an update every second day so I know that it's getting done because I know that with a project like this, that if we don't hit the deadline, we will not meet the print, you know, we won't get it delivered in time. And so it's critical that I'm, I'm, I'm kept aware every second day just with a quick update via, we actually do it in Asana. Um, and so that, that message is coming through. And that project has now been completed. It, it, the, we had to increase the budget because on what we wanted, we, we couldn't find a supplier that could get it to us in the time frame. So we've actually got a supplier that's going to do it for us moving forward with, with a longer lead time. And so what's great is we've now got a systemized process for this moving forward and we've got a, a preferred supplier that we're going to use. And you know, Matt, there's a couple of things I want to point out there just in listening to you talk through this. The importance, I cannot stress enough, and I know you'll agree with me, the importance of the milestone check-in points along the way. Because what could happen with a project like this is, you know, VA looks at the deadline and goes, okay, deadline in two weeks' time, cool, right, I've got two weeks to do that. Okay, let's go over here and do something else. That's, you know, they're prioritizing something else that they've got on their list or whatever and not realizing that it might, you know, we might not find somebody who comes in under the budget. Oh, no, what are we going to do then? We've got to have a discussion, increase the budget. So if they were to just leave that and try and think they could do it all in the last week, you may end up in a situation where you've got no suppliers. We haven't moved forward on anything. So the check-in points are really important so that you can keep a project and, and your job as business owner or the visionary or whatever is to keep a project. It's just like the oversight part of a project. And no matter how much we delegate, I always feel like saying to clients, you can delegate as much, you can delegate so much stuff, but your job at the end of the day is the oversight piece, which should on, only be about 10% of the job, 5% maybe. But the oversight is the bit that gives you the feeling that everything is in flow. And, and milestones do that. And it gives you a sense of control for those. Yeah, it does. Uh, if yeah. you're anything like me, and I love to control everything, yeah. um, letting go is one of the biggest challenges that I think we, as entrepreneurs, I see uh, a lot of us having. And so the, the milestone check-ins give you that feeling of control and knowing what's going on without having to do the doing. And I agree completely, Matt, because I will openly admit that I am the classic control freak when it comes to my business. And some people don't understand how... I've gotten to a point now where I'm doing very little of the of the doing every day at Virtual Angel Hub. And people say to me, oh, you're so, like, how do you let go? You're so good at letting go. And I go, well, I don't really because I've set up so many. I let go within a structure so that my people have all their processes and we have worked together on refining them, refining them, refining them to the point where I feel they feel empowered to get success with it. And I feel uh, at ease in letting it go to them because I know I'm controlling the process. That's that's key. And milestones. And, and, and it just brings me to another point. I, there was one of my very early business mentors said to me, Matt, you can only expect what you inspect when it comes in it comes to business. Yeah. And so the milestones are your opportunity to inspect. And it's a lot of, I get often some resistance of, oh, that's micromanaging and that's, but you know what? It's not. And yeah. I mean, a, a milestone check-in doesn't need to take you more than three minutes. You know, I get a notification in Asana telling me that there's a there's a message for me, and it just keeps things moving forward. What it enables you to do too is, and it will, and and the, I, I mean, the example I gave 
Um, not all of the projects that we do have a, a, a every second day milestone check-in. It depends on what it is, and I want to make that point clear. But what it enables you to do is anticipate where things could go. This was a first-time project. We'd never done this before. We didn't have any preferred suppliers, any of that. And so by having shorter check-in points, we can actually make decisions quickly together. And I say together because I didn't just want to me tell the VA what to do. I want them to think. I mean, we bring our people on to think, not so that we have to do all the thinking. And um, what was great was you can move with speed. So we didn't get caught up. We weren't caught out with, oh my God, the, we couldn't, can't find anyone within budget. Because otherwise, they could have just kept looking and looking and looking for two weeks and say to me, well, no one's come on, come on within budget. Whereas yeah. within, I think it was four days, We'd identified that, you know what, we weren't going to come in within budget. We'd had, I think it was five or six, no, I can't remember the exact number, five or six quotes, something like that. And we just needed to tweak the budget to, in order to get the project done. So, And you spotted a, a fairly major issue early on. Correct. Which could have derailed the, the, the entire project, yeah. And, you know, Matt, I think as well it's good to point out here, yes, we're talking about working with VAs and virtual teams here. But, you know, I have held very high positions in big corporate institution banks and things like that before. And we still had check-in points. Like we would have, you know, we would have to update the CEO on milestones of projects, where we're at with stuff, you know, now not every day, but at a minimum weekly. And as your position grows and you go up to director and that sort of thing, you're updating the CEO every couple of days, sometimes every day. Absolutely. So I want people to realize that this check-in stuff it's not about micromanaging a, a VA that's just an assistant type person. You know, th th this happens at the highest levels in, in every corporate institution where big teams are relying on each other to get projects moving. And, and if somebody like the last thing you want to hear from a CEO is why was I not made aware, aware of this? That's like the death knell for somebody in that role. <laughs> Something goes wrong. The CEO is like, excuse me, why was I not aware of this? <laughs> you don't want to know what the next conversation you don't is. Want to, you don't want to be in that situation. So, <laughs> That's right. yeah, I just wanted to make that point here because some people do feel like, oh, I just don't have time for all this micromanaging. This is not micromanaging. This, this is about working as team structures together and leading your business, even if it's just you and one VA. Correct. That's, a, that's my, my little two cents on that one. Yeah. So if I was just to recap on all of this, like let's just quickly run through the steps. Yeah. Number one, you need to get clarity in your head and communicate that effectively through to your VA, whether it's through a, a photo of a whiteboard, a video, an audio, something that gives clear instruction and really shows that you've thought about how this needs to play out and what could potentially go wrong. You then need to send that to them with a clear deadline on when they need to get that into your project management system. Once that comes back, then you need to review how they've set the project up in, in the project management system. If it's been set up the way you believe is going to be successful, sign off on that and allow them to, to move forward. If it hasn't, if there's some steps missing or they've misinterpreted some things or you've, you've thought of other things, jump on a quick call with them and go through those last few things with them to get it set up. Make sure then you have milestone check-in points and, and, and they will vary from project to project, but make the, make sure that they're very clear and you've given some thought that 
how often do I need to be communicated with on this project to enable it to move with speed and to be successful? And then I guess the last point there is holding your people accountable to those deadlines and those dates. Yeah. But you know what, Matt, if you set a project up this way, that's such an easy conversation. It really it's like, is. Uh, so why was I not, it's, it's the, why was I not, why was I not made aware of this <laughs> as we discussed conversation? And it's not like, there's no excuse. You can't hide anywhere in that then. There's no, I forgot, or I just, you know, I got delayed or anything like that because you, you've already set this thing up the way it should be done. Exactly. So I hope that's helpful for everybody. And I guess one last thing is to, just to take some time and think about the framework that we've created here for you today and work out what's the framework for you. Is it the identical one that we've um, proposed or is it? are you doing something slightly different? Um, if you're doing something that works is slightly different, I'd love for you to be able to share that um, below or in, the, um, in our virtual success show Facebook group. That would be fantastic. And as always, we ask, you know, if this is helpful, please, please share this with uh, those in your community because we're really dedicated to helping entrepreneurs all around the world succeed with their virtual teams. And it is a tricky thing. As you and I both know, Matt, we have seen a lot of people fail with it. So it's not as easy as people think when you don't know how. But when you do know how and you pl- apply these things, it is so useful. And it's, it's just, it's, it can be explosively successful for your business. So um, we just were imparting this every couple of weeks on the podcast. So we'll put the steps in uh, the show notes as well. So just a step-by-step framework, you'll see that below the show. So you can just take that if it works for you. And yeah, I'd love to hear from you if you've got some other suggestions about what you're doing that's getting success. And until next time, Barbara, have a wonderful week. You too, Matt. And uh, we'll join you all shortly on virtual success. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Virtual Success Show. If you found this show helpful, take a moment to share it with a friend so that we can all grow together. Find out more about the inside scoop on outsourcing success by going to our website, virtualsuccessshow.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.